site. Please stand by channel one. Communication switching to channel one. All right, here it comes. Be ready. Switch control to manual override. Welcome back to the Mikey Podcast. This is episode 29, and there's kind of a lot I want to get to. Um, I was going to really dive into the Kyle Rittenhouse case and try to just explain some things so that the confused people out there could try to understand what happened. Um, and I will a little bit, uh, but I'm, I'm not going to go as deep as I wanted to because just in light of what happened yesterday with that uh, somebody kind of running in, driving their car into a Christmas parade and killing, I believe, five people and injuring like 20 more. Just the horrible, disgusting, very sad story just happened right outside of Kenosha, which is where the trial for Kyle Rittenhouse went down. So I don't want to go that far into it, but I'm going to give you some because I did spend a lot of time researching this stuff, and I feel like there's a lot of information out there that people kind of need to get to. But quickly before I start, um, I just want to make sure you're subscribed to the podcast on whatever platform it is that you listen um, that way you don't miss any updates or any new episodes that might be coming out because being blocked on Facebook, like when I was blocked the other week, not only was I blocked, but I was also shadow banned everywhere else. It makes it really hard to, to let everyone know there's new episodes that are posted. So if you're already subscribed to it and you get notifications or whatever, then it's all good. So if you like the content I'm bringing, just give me a thumbs up or five stars or like it and leave a review or whatever it is. I don't know where you're listening because we're all, we're on Odyssey. We're on uh, Spotify, Apple, Anchor, we're basically everywhere. So wherever you're listening, wherever is your preferred podcast place, like it, five stars it, all five stars it, five stars, whatever. You know what the hell I mean. Okay. I appreciate your support and your support and all the comments. So thank you. Uh, but I just mentioned a second ago, like about being shadow banned. You may not even really know what that means, uh, but it's when like places like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, they block creators content without them knowing. And if it, it, the effects of shadow ban kind of look different on every platform, but the outcome is pretty much the same. Um, it's just a sudden and unexplained drop in engagement and impedes the user's likes and comments and follow counts and all the and views and all that good stuff. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, they've all repeatedly denied the existence of shadow banning on their platforms, but it exists. Trust me. Users and experts all agree it's a real thing that they're actually doing it. And they're not really like, they're not outright banning specific posts or content or hashtags or anything like that, but they're absolutely restricting access to them. So basically, if your favorite creator, me, is, sh <laughs> is shadow banned, you can still find you 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 can still find their stuff. It's just not being fed to you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, oh, I like this person's stuff, so I want to see more of it. You would usually see more of that in your feed unless that person is being shadow banned. Then you actually have to go and look for their stuff. Like they're not popping up on Explorer pages, and it's just not being offered to you. But TikTok, on the other hand, will outright delete your shit. They just don't care. Like, oh, we don't like it. Bye. It's gone. But it's their platform, so I guess they have the right to do that. But what causes creators like me to get shadow banned? Well, platforms say it's to prevent spam and content that they deem spam. Uh, could be content with too many hashtags or even hashtags that they don't even like. Whatever the reason is, it's censorship and it really shouldn't be allowed. And I know people are going to argue that these pe these companies, I just said this about TikTok, it's a private company, they could do whatever they want to. But that's that's. That's not that. That's a that's a bad thing. I mean, sure, that, that's a that, that's a good point. But we're at a point where these private companies may need to be deemed as utilities 
because that's kind of what they are. We, we, they have become so important into the lives of Americans and, and people around the world that that's where we get our news from. That's where we get our information from. That's how we stay connected. It's more than just social media anymore. And people just have to accept that. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok has become places where people get their information. Especially since we're at a point in history where the media is blatantly lying to Americans and the world in order to push whatever it is agenda, the government or whatever people in charge think they need to see. To understand that's a real thing. The, gov- the, the media is literally lying about so many things. All you got to do is search and you can find this out. Like I'm going to use the, the whole, the whole, oh, the whole, the whole Joe Rogan thing where Joe Rogan was taking horse dewormer. That's not true. Sure. Ivermectin can be used for that, but it, it's used for so many things. But of course, CNN ran with you. Joe Rogan took, takes your horse dewormer. And then he has Dr. Sanjay Gupta on his, on his podcast. And Sanjay Gupta says, they never should have said that. That's just, they never should have said, they never should have ran that article. They never should have said that because, because Ivermectin has many, many uses. It, it, it won, it won awards for blah, blah, blah. You know what? It, it's it, CNN liars. But that's just one example. You know, there, there's so many, and I'm not going to go through the examples of all these people lying, but there's millions of them and you can easily find them. But that's, but that's why we had such a rise in alternative media like me, like podcasters and even YouTubers and TikTokers, influencers, basically. People trust influencers more than they trust their, their, their regular newscaster that they see on TV every day. Why? I don't know. Maybe because the media has been caught lying over and over and over and over and over and over again because the media is a, a mouthpiece of the federal government. That's it. That could be why. And if I'm being honest, though, it kind of feels like the people in charge would prefer this. The people would in charge would prefer this, this change over to the to, to where people only getting their news from social media. I mean, p- people are losing trust in traditional media and turning to the internet. Uh, that I think, I think that the government would prefer that. Think about it. If nobody watched the news anymore and everyone got their information from a handful of websites controlled by a few companies, it would be much easier to control the narrative. As long as, as long as they had control over those companies, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, they already do TikTok a little less, which I'm learning, but I'm still not, TikTok is just not really my thing. I just, I'm trying, but it's, it's so, there's so much weird stuff on there that I don't, and so many, I just don't understand kids. That's the thing. Like you guys, kids do stupid shit on there and it's weird. Forgive me. I'm drinking my coffee too. Um, but, but it's. It's a huge problem that nobody trusts their newscasters anymore. I mean, I think it's kind of a big deal. But it's also a big problem that if the government has control over all the narratives, that is a huge problem because we need free speech. It's a necessity for our survival. The, the free flow of information is vital. I know it sounds stupid, but it really is. And we got to protect it. We really do at all costs we end up with even more division in this country. I'm sure, maybe that sounds dramatic, but it's really the truth. Without freedom to speak and share information, we'll always be divided. And when we're divided, like I've said many, 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 many times, we're easier to control. If, if they control the flow of information, we will never know the full truth about anything. We'll always be fighting and they will always control us. And that kind of leads us to what we have right now, like the Kyle Rittenhouse case. There's been so much censorship from the truth that people 
there's people out there that think he was a white supremacist. Seriously, if he's a white supremacist, he's the worst white supremacist there is because he only shot white people. That's not how that works. It's it's just, I, I mean, I'm just blown away by the, the amount of stupidity that's out there. And people just believe what the news tells them after knowing for a fact that they lie. You know, first off, I'm going to say this. I'm not a lawyer and I'm not going to pretend like I know all the laws in this case, but I know some. Okay, in, 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 nor do I know every single fact, but I know most. And I also have eyes and ears and common sense, which a lot of people don't have nowadays, which is sad. People need more common sense. So the next thing I'm going to say might piss some people off or maybe even surprise some people. But I believe the reason that people are saying that this whole thing was racist, this whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing is racist, because he was a, because he was a it wasn't because he was a 17-year-old defending himself or a 17-year-old white kid defending himself. It's because if he was a black person of any age, they think, more than likely, he would not have gotten off and maybe would have been killed on the spot. And if I'm being honest, I can't say they're wrong for thinking that. You can't either. If history shows that more than likely, if that was an African-American, he never would have got away with that. And that sucks, man. I can't say they're right. Like I said, given the history, it's kind of sad to think about. And with those things in mind, I think it's safe to say they might be right. They could be right. You have to be open to that. That's common sense right there. You got to have a little bit of it. I'm seeing a lot of ignorant people with literally no information about the case other than what they've been spoon-fed from whatever government-provided news service they prefer. And so I feel like maybe I should just throw out some facts. Just just to, not not going one side or the other, but just some information that was used in the court case to to for Kyle to, to be found not guilty. Because facts matter. They really do. Unfortunately, in the real world, facts matter and your feelings don't. I hate that's gotta sound that's so mean, right? Because my feelings do matter. No, they fucking don't. They really don't. When it comes to somebody's life, when it comes to certain things, your feelings don't fucking matter. Facts matter. And you have to accept that. As an adult or anybody, even a child, anybody, you have to accept that. Facts are important. They're the only thing that's important. It's all that matters. Your feelings on anything don't fucking matter. I'm sure you can trust your feelings for some things. But without the facts, you don't really know the truth. Facts are more important than your feelings. So if you aren't ready for facts, and you only want to argue your point on either side of this case based on your feelings and the spoon-fed information that you've been given... You should probably just stop listening right now. I don't think it's a good idea. Just hang up or hang up. What? Just end, stop, pause, move on with your life, whatever it is. Be done. I'll wait for those people to leave. I'm going to take a drink of my coffee and give you a minute. A minute. Man, like 10 seconds, not a minute. That's a long time. A minute is a long time to sit in silence. Think about it. Are you gone? All right. And for everyone else... We have to go all the way back to what started this on August 23rd, 2020. 29-year-old African-American man named Jacob Black. It doesn't Race usually doesn't matter for me, but in this case it does because this is what it's all about, Jacob Black. He was shot and severely injured. 
I can't, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time giving every single detail about the shooting of Jacob Black. Blake, sorry. There's because there's a lot to it. I mean, first he was tasered, which didn't work. And then he was shot because the officer said he had a knife. You know, there's like a, there's a warrant for his arrest on sexual assault. That charge, I guess, was later dropped. Uh, that officers knew about this charge as they were going to the situation, which he the, the situation where he were he it was like a domestic disturbance that was called on him. He was at a residence that he wasn't supposed to be there. He wasn't supposed to be there. Um, so with all that in mind, you got the cops when they're in this situation, like he's, this is, it's a domestic disturbance. This guy has a record. He's already got a warrant for his arrest that he's at a house that he's not supposed to be at. These cops are going to show up already on edge and I'm not trying to defend them, but I mean, as any, any human would, that's just normal. So, but there's a lot of history between Jacob and the woman who called the cops who said it was, it was his girlfriend at the time. So there was some history there. Quickly, the story the cops arrived, they attempted to subdue him. Uh, he had a knife. They yelled, drop the knife. This is all according to witness video. Um, Jacob tried to get into a car that the cops believe had a child in it because they saw, according to the police officer stories, they saw someone put a child in the car. And also they heard a woman yell, he's got my kid, he's got my keys. So at that time, they, they believed that he was attempting to kidnap the kid and steal the car. Now, after all that, he had already resisted police and they had already tried to taser him and it didn't work. Uh, and they claim, uh, and, and, the, and he, and they saw a knife, which was actually proven because Jacob admitted that he had the knife and he wasn't thinking clearly. He grabbed the knife during the altercation. This is all, these are all facts. This is all out there. People don't, some people don't even know this, but this is what led to the riots in Kenosha. That's why I'm giving you this information. Now, he said he didn't intend on using that knife, but rule of thumb is if you're going to pull a weapon on anybody, especially a cop, you probably you better plan on using it. And I'm pretty sure that's where it was. But I mean, in that, you know, I can't say for sure because you're in, you're, you know, you're in the the moment, you know, who knows? You're just, you're, you're blacked out basically. So after an investigation, there were no charges filed. Jacob didn't face any new charges, but did plead guilty to two misdemeanor counts of disorderly conduct. So with that information, you know, the facts about what started this basically what happened. Not all of it, but kind of why he was shot. He was shot, according to the police, because he had a knife and they thought he was trying to steal a car with a kid in it and he wouldn't subdue, he, 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 they tasered him and it didn't work and he was resisting arrest. I don't think he should have been shot, sure, but I mean, who knows? I, I can't, I'm not a police officer, I'm not going to put myself in that situation. I couldn't put myself in a situation, I don't, I don't even know how to think in, in like that I'm not a cop. I don't, all I know is that if I was a cop and I was in that situation and someone was pulling a knife on me, I'd probably use my gun. Right? Common sense. He was, so he was guilty because he had a knife, fought with the cops and had a warrant. But yeah, fuck the police. <laughs> I, just, I just don't understand, but whatever. That's fine. You, you, you ha take your sides, whatever. I, he was shot in the back. So I understand why people are angry about that. He was shot in the back because that's when he was reaching down. Apparently he dropped the knife or he was get, trying to get into the car. Okay. But anyway, riots, uh, protests, riots. I just combined the word protest and riots. Priots, it's my new word. I just made it up. No, protest, riots, and civil unrest. It all went down. And the shit was happening all over the country, but we're talking about Kenosha right now. I mean, because this the 2020 was just a crazy year. I mean, the, not only coronavirus, but there was riots and all the BLM protests, all kinds of stuff. Uh, so here's the information according to Wikipedia, because that is the point 
because it's, it's the, I'm using Wikipedia because it's the most to the point source of information. It's just there's not a whole lot of BS in there. Two days after the altercation, uh, unrest beginning on August 25th. So the altercation happened um, on the 23rd. So on the 25th is when the riots and everything began. August 25th, Kyle Rittenhouse, a 17-year-old from Antioch, Illinois, shot three people with an AR-15 style rifle. Kenosha resident Joseph Rosenbaum, 36 years old. Nearby Silver Lake resident Anthony Hoover, 26 years old, both were killed. While Gage Grasskrutz, Gage, I don't know how to say his last name, 26-year-old resident of nearby uh, Wisconsin, was injured. Here's a little bit more from Wikipedia. Various people in the vicinity chased Rittenhouse as he ran away after shooting Rosenbaum. Rittenhouse fell down and shot two men. This is this is what's from Wikipedia. After, after both shootings, Kyle walked away with his hands up to the police. He was not arrested by a local police at that moment, but he turned himself into the police in his hometown in Illinois the next morning. It's just like, I know, I know that's like, that. that's just a really summed up version of what happened. There's so much to it, so that's what I want to get to a little bit. Is basically what everyone kind of knows about the shooting is that he was there, he shouldn't have been there, and he killed two people, 17-year-old with a gun. An underage white boy from another state came to a protest with a gun, shot and killed two BLM protesters and hurt another. That's what people heard. That sounds awful. That does. It sounds terrible. Underage kids with guns crossing state lines to murder BLM protesters. What the fuck? Fuck him. He should burn if that was what happened. You know, anybody would. But let's calm down because there's there's way more to this stuff that some people probably didn't know. Some facts that may not exactly align with their feelings, but don't get me wrong, because I I, I black lives do matter, and I totally believe in that. And in when that all popped up, I it made me rethink certain things about my life. And and there is privilege, and that stuff does exist. But I'm not so I'm not arguing any of that. But I am here to give you some facts because facts do matter, like I said, and I think it's important so that you can have an actual real opinion on this case and, and not just so, something that you made up based on what you saw in the news. Uh, first of all, Kyle Rittenhouse was never charged with murder. He faced two charges of first-degree reckless homicide, first-degree intentional homicide, and attempted first-degree intentional homicide for fatally shooting two men and injuring the third. Uh, he, was he was also charged with reckless endangerment of two additional men. He pled not guilty and testified in self-defense, saying he was attacked. Now, I know it's kind of splitting hairs and whatever, but it wasn't murder. He was acquitted on all charges. These are things that everyone should know, but a lot of people just go around saying he he got away with murder. It wasn't he wasn't even charged with murder. Yeah, sure, we're splitting hairs here, but it's setting the stage for a lot more. I've seen and heard people say so many things. Like he illegally brought a gun across state lines. That is untrue. The gun was already in Kenosha. Rittenhouse lived about 20 minutes outside of Kenosha and drove there the day before uh, to his friend's house where the gun already was and was being stored. Sure, sounds super convenient, right? Oh, so yeah, it was at his friend's house. Sure it was. That's exactly what a murderer would say. Okay. So then he, maybe he possessed the weapon illegally. Well, not exactly. All right, so here, check this out. So Rittenhouse and his friend Dominic Black testified that Black, who was 18 at the time, used Rittenhouse's money to purchase the weapon at a Wisconsin hardware store in May of 2020. So the weapon was purchased way, you know, in advance there. The two of them reportedly agreed that Black would keep the gun until Rittenhouse turned 18 in January 2021, which would be, then he'd be allowed to, then it would be, in, it would be his gun. 
and the rifle law for a person under the age of 18, it, this is where things get a little complicated uh, because the law, the, the law is kind of crazy, and I have a link to it. You can go read the law to find out, but he, technically he was legally allowed to have that firearm under Wisconsin Statute 948.60, so you're going to have to check that out and read that. Uh, the, like I said, the link is in the description. I'm not going to read that whole damn thing because it's long, but by law, he was allowed to have and carry the firearm in the state of Wisconsin. But people will say, but he didn't live in Wisconsin. He, he lived in Illinois. He traveled across state lines to murder people. No, that's not true at all either because uh, he kind of did live in Wisconsin. See, his mom lived in Illinois and his dad lived in Wisconsin. And his grandparents lived in Wisconsin. And his friends all lived in Wisconsin. He worked in Wisconsin. These towns were like 20 minutes apart. He resided with his mom part-time and his dad part-time. His parents were separated. So that argument is also invalid. Let that go. Because he lived in both. He had dual citizenship, if you will. Uh, something else you probably didn't know about that was the video. There, there, there was a video that was entered into evidence that showed that one of the men killed, Don Rosenbaum, set a dumpster on fire. And, and also along with other dumpsters and along with other men shot, uh, they were actually pushing a dumpster towards a gas station where more people were standing in an attempt to blow it up. Did you know that? Then the dumpster was then stopped and extinguished by Rittenhouse and his group. So something else real quick is that there's video of Kyle Rittenhouse before all this even went down explaining why he was there. He said that he was there to... Because he wanted to be an EMT, so he's there to to be a medic, to help people on the ground, who people who are hurt. He wasn't there to cause any problems. He was there to put out fires and help people who might be hurt on either side. He did not matter. He said he was a friendly. That's what he was there for. But when he put out this, this dumpster fire that apparently angered Don Rosenbaum, he went on to go and set more fires. And in that video, and the original video entered into evidence, you can see Kyle basically going around with fire extinguishers for putting out the fires that Rosenbaum said, or other people said. And at one point, you can hear Kyle shouting and asking if anyone needs medical help. This is a whole different video from the video I was just talking about. This is multiple videos out there. Uh, this is something you probably didn't know, too. There's the video of him before any of this stuff went down. There's videos, there's multiple videos of it when it happened. And there's videos of him going around asking if anyone needs help. He's then approached by a mob shouting, get him. Now, mind you, I'm telling you these details because a lot of people have no idea what happened and are just upset because a white kid got away with murder in their minds. And I would be upset, too, if that's what I thought, of course, because that's what the media tried to tell you. But I'm I'm not a fucking moron. And I know there's always more to the story. So I had to dive into this and read more and find out why this kid got away with murder, which he did not. Uh, as I said earlier, there's something to be said about the fact that if it was an African-American this may not have gone the same way. I completely agree. Unfortunately, our system's fucking broken. It really is. I can't fix the system, but I can try to help other people understand it. You know, I can do my best to, in, in for myself to understand it. So anyway, back to this. The mob is coming after him. You can hear it and seely clear it in the videos. This is not me just making this stuff up. It is there. He attempted to tell them he's friendly. They did not listen. Rosenbaum knocks him down. He actually, and I believe uh, Kyle, as he was trying to get up, tripped. He tried to get away, and he falls, and while he does it again, he gets his gun just before Rosenbaum tries to do American History X-style curb stomp his face. Kyle shoots him. This is all in the video. It's there. That's not just made up. Did you know any of that? Then Anthony Hoover, the guy with the skateboard, 
who was already a part of the mob, as seen in the video, hit Kyle with his skateboard in the head, not once, but twice, and then went for Kyle's gun. Kyle didn't even point it at him. He didn't, didn't shoot him until the dude went for the gun, as seen on video. Can't make this up. And at that point, the third person to get shot, Gage Grusekritz, stupidest last name ever, approached Kyle with a loaded gun and pointed it at him. As seen on video, Gage even testified that when he first approached Kyle, he had his hands up in the air. He's about three to five feet away, and Kyle didn't even point the gun at him and say anything. It wasn't until Gage pointed his own loaded weapon at Kyle and advanced on him, Kyle shot at Gage and blew his arm off. Didn't shoot him in the chest or anything. Blew the, the hand that was holding the gun. He shot him in the arm. That's a pretty good shot. That's a, that's a I'm going to tell you, that is not a newbie. That's a, I'm, I'm a 17 years old. There's this 17 year old is better trained than most of you listening to this podcast right now. Better trained than me to have, to be in the situation that he was in and have already shot two people who tried to, to kill him and take his gun to still think clearly enough to not shoot that guy in the chest, but shoot his arm off so that he couldn't shoot him. And that's what he did. Now, what I'm telling you is things that the media hasn't told you, or at the very least, a lot of what you refuse to read about or listen for or research and then accept. But then people are like, okay, well, if all that happened, then well, he shouldn't have been there in the first place. Well, I'm not saying he should have been there. I don't think he should have been there. But why would he go there? Because he basically lived there and he wanted to help. Help with what? Like I said, he wanted to be an EMT when he was growing up. He had the training. Video, there is video evidence of him explaining why he's there before any of this happened. So no, a white supremacist did not get away with murder. Those are just some of the things you probably didn't know. But maybe they can help you. Not, I'm not trying to change your mind, but maybe they can help with your opinion and help you just kind of understand a little bit why that case went the way it went. Uh, and, and also, too, you people might be like, well, he, the, the police should have just, he didn't, he's not a police officer. He shouldn't have been there as a vigilante justice. Well, the police were told to stand down. Okay? So the police were told to stand down during his rides. This is, this is his hometown. So he went there to go help. I'm not saying it's justified. Who's to say, you know, but if you're a business owner, you appreciated the protection. If you're a writer, you disagreed, which is what is kind of the problem here. So many people disagree, but there's the facts. I hope that was easy to understand. The reason why it's so easy for me to say is because it was all on video. The reason why he was found not guilty is because it was all on video. He was attacked. This was pure self-defense there's no argument he was allowed to have the gun he was allowed to be in that town if he was not after everything he would have been found guilty you know and then then there was the the video of the drone footage from the fbi which is clear better video footage than my iphone takes that the prosecution had and then, you know, when you have evidence, you have to turn it over to the other side so they can see the evidence that you have so they can argue and be ready. Well, they had this video evidence, but the video evidence that they gave to the defense was compressed video, shitty, grainy, compressed video, not this clear HD video that prosecution had that, show, that clearly showed that Gage had his gun pointed at Kyle Rittenhouse that shows that Rosenbaum was trying to, to attack Kyle Rittenhouse that shows 
Anthony Hubber or Hoover with, with his skateboard hitting Kyle Rittenhouse twice. Well, that video was then, once, once defense found out that prosecution had this video, they demanded that video. They actually demanded for a mistrial and said that the prosecution withheld evidence. That did not happen. They demanded the video. The jury demanded to see the video that prosecution had. The jury got the video. The very next day, after they watched the video, they found Kyle Rittenhouse not guilty. There you go. As I said, do I think it would have went the same way if it was somebody else? I don't know. Probably not. And unfortunately, that sucks. Our system is broken. I don't know what we can do about that. But what I can do is just tell you that if you think that this was a white supremacist boy, 17-year-old teenage boy illegally having a gun, crossing state lines, shooting BLM protesters, you're completely wrong. And not to even mention that these people that were shot and killed were not the best people. I'm not saying they deserve to die, uh, but there's some. There's a couple things that need to end here too. So when, uh, according to what I've been able to find online, when someone dies, authorities remove their records from most publicly searchable databases, most of them. So after the deaths of Rosenbaum and, and Hoover, the authorities would remove their records from most publicly searchable databases like pedophile registries as they would for anyone deceased for any reason. So there's people out there who are turning this into, well, these guys didn't have a criminal record. That's all made up. No, that's actually true because there was no criminal record found because you have to look a little further than that because there was a criminal record. Joseph Rosenbaum was on the Arizona sex offender registry required to register for life. And according to this, if you have to register for 10 years, that would be excessive per Arizona's criminal statute unless the victim in question was below the age of 15. So he's on the Arizona sex offender offender registry for life. If you connect the dots, you can see that it's because of something he did with someone under the age of 15. It's terrible. Hoover also had multiple domestic abuse cases. Just, these people were criminals. Now, I'm not saying that that's justified in, in, the fact that these should, in, in the fact that they should die, but you have to understand that there's information out there that says they're not criminals, they were criminals. Regardless, vigil, vigilante justice is not legal. <sighs> that's enough of that, because, I mean, goddamn, that case is just, that case is heavy. There's so much there, but there's some information that you may not have known, at least, you know, at least maybe you can understand it a little bit more and understand what happened. Kyle was there defending the city, cleaning up the city, putting out fires, cleaning up spray paint, all kinds of stuff, really. Not to, that, not, not saying that that makes him automatically a good person, but it does kind of, you know, if you look at him and you see that he's over there doing all these great, wonderful things, and then you look at these other people who were there protesting and, and rioting when they have criminal history, uh, pedophilia, uh, abuse, domestic abuse, robbery charges, all these things. You got to wonder who's the criminal, but I'm not a cop and I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know. Either way, this case is a very big deal and pretty much a giant distraction from what is actually happening in the world. And that is the Ghislaine, Ghislaine, whatever the hell her name is, Maxwell case, which starts on the 29th of November. And we all need to be looking at that case because that is the Jeffrey Epstein case. That's going to be a very big deal. We need to follow this 
we need this. Why isn't this case being live streamed? We're going to live stream the Kyle Rittenhouse case, but not this. Got to wonder. Got to wonder. Got to wonder. Got to wonder. But I'm not going to go on and on and on and on because there's a lot I want to do with the rest of my day today. So I need to get out of here. This is Thanksgiving week. So I want everybody, I want to, I'm going to tell you right now that I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for the fact that you listen to this podcast, you share this podcast, you talk to people about this podcast, that you, whatever it is that you do, that you subscribe to this podcast. Um, and I want you to just go enjoy your life, tune out for a little bit, maybe turn off the TV and just go enjoy your family. Go eat some food. Be a, go be a glutton. Just enjoy yourself, your time. Be present. That's the most important thing. Be present. Whatever it is you're doing this week with your family and your friends and all that, be present in that moment. Don't be distracted by your phone or Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Just be present and enjoy your family. Enjoy your kids. Enjoy your wife. Enjoy your husband. And that's it because I'm going to go. I'm going to Disneyland this week. I tell you that right now. I will come back next Monday uh, with a podcast review on my Disneyland experience. And uh, we're going to celebrate my girlfriend's birthday. I'm going to stay down there for a couple of days. We got a couple of, we're going to go Friday and Saturday. And it, uh, this will only be my second time ever at Disneyland. The first time I went with the kids. This time it's going to be two adults walking around Disneyland, trying to get drunk, have a good time. <laughs> uh, I'll let you know how that goes. Um, so have a good Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to all of you. And again, I'm thankful for you. I appreciate you. And I'll be back Monday. Bye. The end of a perfect evening.